All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Fire and Ice Podcast. Hey. I'm Maine with the chill. I'm Carlton with the heat. <laughs> How y'all doing today? <laughs> How are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I'm alive and well, so, you know. That's a blessing. Always is, man. Yeah, man. It's crazy we're living in today, so, of course. Yeah. But we get into that a little bit later. I'm a little excited today. Um, it's Black History Month, of course. I've been giving out little Black History facts here and now. Um, today is the day, I think, uh, Black Panther. Wakada. Wakada. Wakata <laughs> Bokeen Woodbine <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Wakata Yeah but uh, I'm hearing the, I'm hearing the movie Is really really good I think We recorded on a Friday Hours today and gentlemen But still um, It came out just A couple hours ago yeah. and So by the time Y'all hear this Y'all probably Have all seen it And by the time Y'all hear this I probably still Have not seen it It depends Or oh, you get paid on Friday I'm not. <laughs> I'm not I, no. Um, and, and it has nothing to do with because I don't want to see. I definitely want to see. I've been wanting to see this movie since they first announced it uh, because I love Chadwick Boseman. I love Michael B. Jordan. I love Angela Bassett. I love all the people that's in the movie. Um, it's about funds and oh, about, okay. you know, adulting and having to do adult things, um, you know, pay bills and all that great stuff. And plus, um, even though I am in the entertainment business, I don't like crowds. I know people probably think that's kind of weird. I don't like them either, yeah. I don't really like crowds. I, w- I would rather go to the movies when really nobody's there, like maybe like five or six people. So I'm going to probably end up going during the day. I'm the same exact way. Like, I, cannot, work. I can't. I don't like seeing movies when it first come out, to be honest with you. Mm. It got no. It's, I don't think there's nothing I want to see when it first first come out, unless I'm in something or yeah. something like that. You know, the only thing I saw I wanted to see when it first came out was Court Power Rangers, but I didn't even get to see it at the first week because it was sold out, so I had to wait. Mm. So that sucks, man. That sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, hey, I'm. But I'm going to go. I'm excited about checking out. What you think about? Uh, let's talk about that real quick. Since he's on the topic of Black Panther, um, I see a lot of people. I will say this before I get. I will say this. I seen people yesterday transform. Yeah. Um. They went to the movie theater with just, you know, regular intentions, and they came out woke. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beyond with you. I'm seeing people in dashiki. Don't get me wrong. They're they looking real good in dashiki. You know what I'm saying? I don't, know if I don't know if they came with their tickets. If they just, if that's like, you know, like you get 3D glasses. I don't know if you, you get dashiki when you go inside the <laughs> <laughs> You tripping. <laughs> but... but but uh, or, no, or just side up. I'm not. I'm, I'm joking. But I, everybody I've seen wearing dashikis at this point right now, they all looking nice. Whatever. Just, Everybody's having a good time, which is cool. I um, like it. I like the unity. You know what it is beautiful to see the black unity. That's dope. Um, it's been everybody a support. Everybody supporting a, a, a good film. Um, so that's dope. It's exciting. I, you know, and I'm not the. I don't want to rain on a, on a parade. I just wish that um. We could have had. I think every year we could have these kind of movies. Every February we could have a movie mm. that's like for for black people, or, mm. we, be, or we can be uh, proud of and excited about. Uh, we couldn't do it with the with the uh, Nat Turner movie because of how they did him. Mm. But that I would that have been something to see. I would love to see that too. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to him. Hopefully, he, you know, won't get blackballed for he's too long. He's but. supposed to be working on a new project. Um, I can't think of his name right now. If, if he's smart, he getting he getting the sequel, and, and he, he he win them back. Getting the sequel, you know what I'm saying? Um, and also Michael B. Jordan. I, I, I'm getting tired of people saying Michael Bay Jordan. Listen, ladies, we <laughs> 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 don't like you, okay? <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying right now, okay? If you um, listening to me right now, if you listening, you saying Michael Bay, he don't like you. I'm gonna tell you right now. Why you hate on the ladies that want to be a Michael B. Jordan? Because I'm here. Oh. <laughs> now I'm playing. I'm, 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 I'm be clear. I'm be clear. I don't like you either. All right. But um, nah, you know what you want to do. But his name is, is something else, not Bay. I'm pretty sure, you know. <laughs> but yeah, y'all go check out the film, um, Black 
Panther. It's gonna be pretty dope. They already talking about a sequel already, of course. That's 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 that's, that's good. That's good. That's yeah. Good. Um, the guy's name is Nate Parker, who played in that movie Birth of a Nation. It was but he was about. playing that. T- okay. Nate, yeah, he was Nate playing Parker, that. Yeah, okay. name is Nate Parker. He, he's that's a good actor. He, he he's a dope actor. Yeah, he, he, he's um, amazing. He he put a lot of stuff behind it. And I wish that he could have the same success. But I'm not trying to write parade. I'm happy about Black Panther right now. So we'll talk about the good stuff. Yes. Um, I did see a headline today. Uh, it kind of upset me a little bit. I said I don't hear, I don't want to see no talks about it on the timeline. It said something about people are outraged or in disappointment of the film because there was a lack of because the lack of LBGT involved in the film. Oh, I'm like, listen, this ain't the day for that. I, I don't, you know, what I'm saying like, it's days for that. I mean, it's days for that. Mm-hmm. This ain't the day for that. This ain't the month for that. I don't want to hear that right now. Oh wow. Um, but. I will say I'm not a big comic person. I know I know this stems from other stuff like comics stuff like that. Yeah. I don't plan on doing any research. I don't plan on going back to. Watch. I'm just here for, I'm here for the movie. I don't know what the comic book was like. I don't I don't know. <laughs> but I'm here for the movie. Um, if there if that was stuff that was in the comic book, maybe in the sequel they'll brush up on that a little more. You I don't have, know. You have, you have to you have to keep in mind again. It's you only have a limited amount of time when it comes to movie. You only have like two. Two and a half hours, three max, really, to tell the story. It's coming from director, y'all. Let's you know, know what I'm saying? So, like, everything's not going to be included from, you know, or the origin story or whatever. You, so, you have to keep that you in somebody mind. That got, you, to me, you somebody that got first-hand knowledge of that, right? When you put out a project, and, it's, and even though as good as you may think it is, or you it may feel like it is, or all the feedback you get, it's always them little comments that, like, somebody just not happy with something. So, is there ever going to be a movie or a film or a project where everybody's, like, 100% happy? Never. Because everybody always got something to say. And especially with so- to and Especially with social media, everybody has... It's easy to write your opinion behind a keyboard mm. versus you saying it to somebody's face. That so, is true. That is know. true. And, you know, at times you ever find... And that's why I'm big on that whole have that same energy slogan. You know, people think I'm, I'm talking about fighting all the time. I'm not talking about fighting. You know what I'm saying? I don't fight. I don't. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about it. Just people will say stuff on social media. They would never say to you in real life. Absolutely. So all I'm saying, if you're gonna like people write these reviews, these crazy, uh, you know, long reviews, long comments, but this stuff that you, in, in real life they never long winded. Right. You know, they, they they don't say more than two words in real life. They're gonna just they're gonna look at you and be like, oh hi, and keep keep it pushing. Hey man, that's social media for you, man. Right. But um, moving on to something a little bit um heavier, of course. Um, this well. By the time you guys hear this, this is what happened last week. But um, recently, of course, you guys know about the shooting in Florida. Mm. Um, according to CNN, a former student um, unleashed a hell of gunfire in a Florida high school oh, was on Wednesday, killing 17 adults and children, according to authorities. Um, the person who did it, he's 19 years old, Nicholas Cruz. Um According to reports, he was alleged he was expelled from um, un, from disciplinary reasons, um, and he is due in court and everything. And um, this it's definitely a sad day um, because so you, did, but, did they say allegedly on the thing or did they say he did it? I'm, I'm just I want to I want to I want to I, I got to be clear about that. According part to first. the CNN.com report, it says the alleged shooter. I haven't or something seen like that? alleged. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I haven't seen on, on several reports. Though, I have seen the word alleged. I'm starting but, to hate that word when it comes when it's something like this. I don't think it's alleged. You you don't re, you don't arrest somebody for this off allegedness. You know what I'm saying? You right. arrest them because people are saying that they did it. Well, the well, just coming from a news background, a lot of times the reason why news outlets say alleged so that the news outlet doesn't get sued. We're we, I mean, we gonna get into that later, obviously. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But so yeah. that's just that's a little just a little background. But that's the reason why because sometimes even though the facts are there. The news is required legally to right, say alleged. Right. So, they just say they just say it is a mix up. Then it's like, oh, I need that bread. You right, because because yeah. again, you don't. The news is not don't want to be held accountable for 
that because like again if even if you have to do a retraction at least you have your you have it backed up saying that you said alleged because alleged doesn't necessarily mean you did it but we already know what the facts are um first off i want to say um prayers out to all the families that are affected by this it's, it's very sad when i'm not a parent but i can only imagine how horrifying it is you send your child off to school to get an education then you get a phone call that, that your child is dead so you send a child to school and and you know and I guess I got two daughters you know what I'm saying you got you got you got siblings you know yeah. what I'm saying um that is it, when you send your when you send your child to school honestly you think you send them to a safe place mm-hmm. which is why when we talk about um things like I know you, you talked about this on your show last week things like bullying you talking about things you're not sending them to school for that you send right. them to school to get education right. come back home and you know you know have a sort of an environment um. It's, it's it's a sad situation, you know. Yeah. It, nobody really wins in this case, you know what I'm saying? It's like we we, we can talk race stuff, we can talk all the other stuff. It's it's no it's no it's no winner here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I um, first of all, I was like, so you know, somebody they brought up Columbine, and I just realized, of course, it's been like 20 years since Columbine. I was in the seventh grade when Columbine happened, so um, that was definitely a scary situation, you know. I was, in, you know, just you thinking about, you know. You, your school could possibly be next or whatever. Um, so it's just, def- it's definitely scary. Um, I think the thing that's upsetting me about this whole situation, I don't like the fact that we are trying to victimize the killer. Um, See, we're trying to make him a victim. Yeah. You know what? Uh, well, not yes. we, but the, yeah, not definitely the, not the, me. The media um, outlets are, some media outlets are trying to make this this it, this terrorist a victim. I, I, I think what you're saying is going to tie into you know we get into our, our segments later on. It's going to tie into that, but it's like that's one thing I I really don't I really kind of dislike about like news publications and news stations. Right. I feel like they pick and choose when they want you to be sad about something and when they want you to be an uproar about something based on how they report it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you coming from a news background, I don't know how you feel about, but you ever watch you ever watch something and it's like. Let's say they cut into something. I've seen this happen in Augusta News. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They'll talk about a, a, a murder of a certain of a certain race. I'm not gonna say what race, so they can make a, make a black and white thing. Murder of a certain race. Talk about these 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 heinous crimes and stuff like that. And then they just when it's one day when it's one day they want to talk about, there's cut to the cut to sports. Like like that's not a segue. You don't segue from murder to sports. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's like they try to uh, not so much dehumanize and like that, but just make you less sensitive to what's going on. But when they want you to be sensitive, they know how to do it. They have a whole interview. It'd be sad music. They they show people crying. Right. They 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 show you doing good things so they can paint you with this one picture. And when they want to paint you as a thug, they they show your mugshot. They show this. I I, I don't like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Well, like I said, that I, I did work in news. Um, it's definitely reasons why the shows are stacked the way they are. Um, the reasons why certain items are placed the way they are. Um, now. Certain jump cuts that you're talking about, that's just that producer. They're not you're really not supposed to do that. It's supposed to mm. everything is supposed to tie in together. That's at least that's what I, how I was trying to produce. Um, so I don't know why they do that. Some why they, I said it a few times. I always thought it was crazy. I'm like, that's kind of weird cut right there. It just yeah, it just seem right. well a lot of times too. And this is this has really nothing to do with it. But a lot of times because of time's sake, they'll like they might have originally produced it to where it segues, but for time's sake, they have to cut certain stories. And then go straight to commercial because you have to play commercials, obviously, and then go to cut the sports or whatever you have you. Um, but that's that's the history lesson that you guys don't need. Um, <laughs> but but back to this. Um, 
like I said, the thing that, and this kind of leads to, you know, what I'm hot about or what I'm fired up about. I just think I'm just really, I'm tired of you people picking and choosing who's a thug or who's not. Um, you know, there are certain reports trying to, again, sympathize with, with the shooter saying he lost his mom. His ado- he's a, well, first of all, he was adopted. He lost his adoptive mother. He lost his adoptive father. Um, they, some people, some reports are trying to say he's autistic. Um, first of all, where did autism come from? I'm, I'm, I'm again, I'm not saying the, the, the boy, he's not no boy. He's, well, he's 19. He's a grown ass man. Um, and I'm trying to figure out where the autism come from. Cause that was a random, uh, medical diagnosis. Um, I know plenty of people who lost their parents at a very young age. They didn't go around shooting people. Um, also, from other reports, they say he took an Uber to get to the school. So the Uber driver didn't notice that he had a a rifle. That's wild. I didn't, I didn't hear that detail. Yeah, no, I mean, because I, I mean, I, again, I work and then I work at another news outlet now currently, and they play the stories or whatever. And they said he took an Uber. Let me ask you that. Um, well, I guess I, let me ask you that. But from news that you've seen, mm-hmm. uh, talk about this case, right? Are, are they trying to victimize him as well? Absolutely. That's crazy to me. And Absolutely. I, I, I'm asking you that not to put you on not to put you on the spot. You know where you, but you know. Like no, it's not, I mean, it's not necessarily even where I'm working. It's like because because we pull stories from different news outlets. Exactly. Um. So, but the stories that we pull from, they're definitely trying to victimize the victim, saying that he's mentally unstable. You even got 45 saying this is a mental, this is a, a mental issue. But you could easily pull. From a publication that's not doing it as well, right? If, if you can find, if they one. if they can, if I can they s- choose not to. They, pick, yeah, okay. it just depends on the news director what they decide to pull. Um, my job at the at the station where I work, I press buttons. That's all I do, and press commercials. Um, but again, from what I from what the, from what I heard, it was very sickening to hear how they was victimizing um this person. And it, and again, stop saying he's a child. He's a grown man. Um. Again, I don't I I don't know his medical background, but it is it, it appears to me that it's a medical issue when it's not a person of color. When it's yeah, a person all the time. of when we, don't, a, we don't we don't we know you're not crazy, I guess. Yeah, when it's a person of color, it's always he's a thug, he's a miscreant, you know, he's terrorist. But we don't ever really hear these words when it comes to somebody who's not a who who's not a person of color. So this is the this is domestic terrorism. You know That's what, what it and, is. Also, I'm gonna just throw it in here. Uh I know they call Florida a sunshine state, but that Florida is a state where it's like you could pick cases straight from that state alone and see the big disparity of when you're black and when you're white. Right. Uh, you look at, I hate to keep bringing these cases and stuff up because I don't think it's not the same thing, obviously, but what we're what we trying, to, trying to illustrate here is the same. When you got like, uh, you know, Michael, not Michael Brown, but uh, Trayvon. Trayvon Martin, yeah. It's like how quickly they was to... To not not make him seem like a kid. This was somebody that's younger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that was younger and, and wasn't doing anything. Absolutely. You get what I'm saying? Um, and it's like the way they portray him as opposed to somebody that just killed 17 people. Mm-hmm. This boy ain't killed nobody. Right. Even and let's just say I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say let's say for some reason he he was in a wrong in that situation. He still didn't kill anybody. He didn't do anything deserved to get killed. But they pay him as a thug anyway because that's what Florida wanted to do. Right, and Florida, they don't want to paint. You know, this. I mean, he's a he's a he's a killer at this point. You know, what I'm saying the kid, the, the kid or the grown man or whatever they, whatever whatever his name is. I hate to say, I don't like to say, I don't like saying people name like that because I feel like you giving them. That's nothing America does. That we give them this 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 
this thing where it's like they be famous for something. That right. they sh- like the Dylan kid, Dylan Roof. Like, why I see, why I know his name? I should know his name. Yeah, I don't know anybody that died. Name those people, I should know. Though, right. You know what I'm saying? But they portrayed this guy's one way for some reason, and that's just crazy to me. And if you notice too, um, of course, this this terrorist that shot up seventeen, seven, killed seventeen terrorists. That's what I call him. Yeah, he's a terrorist. He um he wasn't killed. Now again, if there's a person of color. They would not be alive today. Man, listen. And that's the truth. Um, my thing is this, and then let's let's go let's go even deeper. Twelve year old Tamir Rice, right? Mm-hmm. Had a toy gun. Remember that? Shot him dead because they yep. thought the gun was real or whatever. Yep. Why are we shooting kids? And but you got this nineteen year old terrorist right here who shot up it. and killed seventeen people, but he's exactly. alive. And they know his gun is real, right? He again reports say he showed up in an Uber, and then another thing too, the reports are also saying like he. Made comments on YouTube, so FBI missed it. Well, they chose to miss it or whatever you have you. And then, of course, they're saying that um, he was staying with people, staying with friends. They noticed that he was um, talking about gun violence and all this other stuff. It's this this whole thing is infuriating because it's like it's so many ways that all this could have been prevented, but people are turning a blind eye and to think they want. Yeah, yeah you right. know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy. Um, I saw I saw a thing on on MTV that said um. Because of course, whenever this stuff happens, the 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 issue of gun gun, gun patrol, yeah. gun control, and stuff comes up. But I saw a thing, and it hit me. It said, um, "It's never it's it's not too early to talk about policy." And then they paused, and then it said, "It's too late." Mm. And the, the problem with America, That's deep. That's it deep. is the problem with America is America is so reactive. They, they wait until something happens to try to do something about it. Um, it's time to be proactive, people. Like we and then and, and it was a mother that was uh they they played another news report um at my job and there was a mother crying like she was literally crying talk you know talking to forty you know pleading with forty five saying you trying to um talk about mental illness do all this other no you need to be worried about this gun control like you need to do something about that because he i guess he said something in the speech saying if there's anything you need us to do let us know you need to be doing your job 45 <laughs> that's what you need crazy. to do that's and crazy because he, he's because he's crazy no imagine imagine let us know that's wild man fall back like it's just it's just it's crazy to me and then um he's so busy trying to regulate um ebt cards ebt cards yeah, he's trying wild. to he's so easy trying to wreck thompson Put a box out and put food out there. What? That's I I, I am baffled by the people that follow this. Let me man. tell you, I I I shared that and I looked. I told people to look at the comments when they get upset. People were actually agreeing with that method, and I'm like, and and people when it comes to EBT, people only think is yeah, I shouldn't pay. Listen, you're not paying for anything. Okay, your taxes go to a bunch of things. It's no telling one one thing your taxes are going to. Okay, so people might say I'm not. I'm not, I don't pay for this. Don't have more kids this damn third. You don't know nobody, nobody, you know, situation. You know what I'm saying? I'm, everybody don't hit the birth lottery. I know I didn't. I don't, I don't know if you did or not. I don't, I don't, I know I, I don't hit the birth lottery. So, I mean, I, I can't, I can't, I can't take nobody seriously that, that really agrees with anything Trump says. You know what I'm saying? Because I think something's wrong with that person. Obviously. Maybe, I'm like, maybe, I'm not going to say that. Maybe he voted for Trump. I don't know. He might have been too young at the time. I'm not sure. Well, uh, alleged, <laughs> allegedly, so we don't get sued, but allegedly, um, 
they said he had on uh what's what's the phrase make America great again or whatever Jesus Christ see he had on a make America great again hat and then he was practicing rounds out and then they some other reports saying he was a part of a white supremacist group in Florida it's a lot of reports out there um I'm tired like it's it's stop it he's a criminal he's a he's he's a thug without, without, he's a terrorist give him life without, without, um, don't even kill him because if you kill him that means like if you give him yeah, the death penalty yeah, no he's point. escaping yep. give him life and let him be tortured in prison yeah I don't believe in death penalty I think anybody should get life that's that death penalty to me is like a cop out but what I want to say is um, me spoke about this off air it's just crazy it's really crazy this is one of the main things that's crazy to me it's crazy how America when stuff happened 9-11 um even the earlier war trade in 92, 91, something like that. Mm. Um, all these terrorists acts when it's... And mind you, all these were terrorists when it's like people that's from Taliban or, right. or ISIS or Afghanistan. You got 9-11. You got, all the, you got the, the Orlando shooting. Florida again, mind you. You know what I'm saying? You paint the, the shooter in a bad light. Americans, you know, these are the people that's doing this stuff to us. These, but then you had these, 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 other, these same kind of shootings when it's white people. They're not, they're not doing that. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're, they're not making us uh, look at them as harm, harmful people. Right. Only people that wear uh, Punjabs and all that stuff or whatever case may be or, you know, the stuff on their head. And that's, to me, that's corny. I don't like that. I think that it's like a... It's, it's, it, I, you know, you know I don't, I'm not like woke as dude and I don't want to think, think everything in race, but sometimes it's hard not to when, when you got when this it's, When it's apparent in your face. Yeah, right in your, yes, right in your face. So. Like, that's... It's crazy. Um, like some of the biggest killings is them, and they never paint themselves as bad or they're bad mentally guy. ill. Something's wrong. Look, they're, 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 something's wrong, and it makes you think. It's like okay, when my person does it, something's wrong with them. Humanly, it's, it's something wrong with they're them. They're mentally ill, but if it's Anybody a person else, of color, they're, they're a threat. They're, they're a terrorist. Threat. Yeah, they're a killer. Yeah, exactly. Like they hate gays. They hate this. Like they, they make it seem one way. You know what I'm saying? And for everybody else, it's like. Oh, it's okay. Something's wrong with him. He's not. He's not. A, he's not. A, he's not a hundred percent human. I don't know. Something's wrong with him. So, that was. Me. That was, ladies and gentlemen, what you call evil personified. And you yeah. can look in. The, you can look in his face and the picture of this terrorist, this white terrorist. Um, that 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 was evil. That's all that was to go into a school and ki- and this is the end of the day. And then also, mind you, a lot of these kids that he killed was about to graduate from school, and now they're never going to be able to cross the stage and get the diploma because this white terrorist. Decides that he wants to go into the school and shoot this, and shoot the school, shoot the school up. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how much things link this stuff. I'm not trying to link this to any, definitely not to anything like what, when it comes to us. But it is weird how when when, it, when we have something big about to happen, it's like something big happens that they can kind of you know make people pick and choose what they want to focus on. I'm not saying you can't care about this and go see Black Panther, but it just be weird as hell sometimes how stuff be in the same week. And I, I'm not, I, I never been the type to be like, oh, you know, people be like. If this happened, what's going on over here? So they they taking mind off something. Mm. But it is sometimes I be wondering like, well, damn, like this is a fine time for this to happen. Like this is a fine time for the media to care about this today. Or oh, it's a fine. It's just weird to me. Now, I, I'm not woke, but you know, my, I'm, I'm scratching my eyes right now. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you that, but I'm not woke though. Yeah. I'm scratching my eyes. But we um we want to say here on Fire Ice, we are praying for the families that have been affected. Um, you know, it's a very like I said again, sad situation. Please. Please pray for the families. Um, it's it's a hard thing, um, again losing somebody. But it's it's it, I, again I Senseless can only I can only imagine how hard it is to lose somebody. Essentially, again you you wake up, you kiss your child goodbye, not knowing, not knowing that's gonna be the yeah. last time you kiss your child goodbye. 
So we want to definitely... Due to a senseless act at that, you right. know? If it's something that your child is doing, you just don't know about... It, it's never going to be easy, but it's like, this, these kids just going to school. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's they just chose to go to school that day. Right. It's sad. It's sad uh, to choose the wrong day to go to school. That's, that's, that's just really sad. Yeah. Well, um, guys, we are going to close, uh, go to a break, but we guys want to, of course, keep you guys uplifted. This is The Art Dealer, After the Rain, a very powerful song, so we're going to throw to that. And then when we come back, we have a special guest. She was a contestant on The Voice Season 6, and we'll hear from her. This is Fire and Ice. Stay cool. Alright everybody, that was the art dealer uh, after the rain, guys. Just continue to keep your head up during these tough times. We are back on Fire and Ice and we have a special guest here on our podcast. She was on The Voice Season 6. 
She has a hot single out called Open Window, which I am absolutely obsessed with. That song is everything. <laughs> um, but let's welcome to Fire and Ice Miss Brittany Kamel. How you doing, Brittany Kamel? Let's What's clap it up. up. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. No problem. No problem. Well, um, for starters, uh, let everybody know a little bit of information about you, a little background information. Okay. Um, again, I'm Brittany Kamel. Some of you that are boys fans might have seen me on season six. I was on uh, Team Usher and got stolen to Team Adam. Um, I've been doing music for a while. I actually was doing a lot of my own independent moving even before the show. Uh, the show is just like an extra platform and a really cool uh, experience to really get involved with. Um Let's see, about a year ago, I put out my first EP called The Sharpet Behavior. Okay. That was my first project after the show. So I've been working on that. Um, also, Open Window was, a, was one, it's one of my favorite songs. Yes. Um, and uh, <laughs> that was actually done before The Sharpet Behavior, but it was done with uh, a producer I still hold so close to my heart. We made some really dope music together. And um, right now, I've just been doing a bunch of shows, doing a whole bunch of working behind the scenes to put out my next album. And we're actually shooting a bunch of visuals for it. So just trying to work and just get my name out there, really. Dope, dope. Well, are you, are you, are you, are you originally from Atlanta? Actually, no, but I claim Atlanta because Atlanta raised me. So I actually was born in Salt Lake. I moved around a lot when I was young. But, I mean, shoot, Atlanta is, is what I know. It's what I call home, and it's where I live now. So, Cool. That's what's up. Well, how you doing? Can I ask you a question? When you were on a voice, right, what was that uh-huh. What was that process like being around like artists like Usher and, and artists that you look up to as far just as far as – getting pointed from them, not so much with the show and winning, but just getting pointed from them to take with you after the show was over. I honestly think that was the best part, you know, because when you go into those shows, you don't really know what to expect. You're just really excited about the opportunity and just really being in front of that many people and getting the opportunity to take those words of wisdom from the coaches. Honestly, that was priceless, and that was the best part. Um, I remember Jill Scott was... When we did our battle rounds, Jill Scott was Usher's co-coach for that round. And she just dropped a lot of jewels coming from another female artist that is so highly respected and and a woman in her own lane. You know what I mean? Like, she's her own entity. You know what I mean? So to hear what she had to say put forth um, compliments on top of constructive criticism is really priceless it's also i mean a little intimidating too because it's just like i'm sitting in front of these people that i've literally watched for years and looked up to for years and studied their music so it's it's so many emotions at one time but i'm so grateful to get the opportunity who is your favorite artist like if you had to name one artist that you like are inspired by who who would that be kaylani um She's she's very she's very new to the game, but um, she I just respect her hustle, and I feel like um, we kind of have a lot in common. Like I would love to be able to just continue to grow my brand, and we have the opportunity to actually create a record together. That would be amazing. Um, I mean, we come from two different backgrounds, but 
I really just love everything that she stands for, and she's just unapologetically herself. She makes incredibly dope music. She's got a beautiful voice. You know, she, aside from, um, aside from creating dope music, she can also get on the stage and, and blow. And that's kind of like what I always say about myself. There's more than just a pretty face and dope records. Like I like to get on the stage and let people hear my voice. So, but that's dope. Oh, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna put that out there in the atmosphere that you get to work with her. That's gonna that's gonna be we're gonna we gonna, we yeah. gonna claim that for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well let me ask you, when you put your latest song out, was you expecting it to be on any kind of projects with like films or anything? When you go in the, the booth and you make these songs, right, and you, you record, do you ever think of the possibility it'll be on a movie or to be on a show or to be featured somewhere other than like the radio or the common stuff like that? Yeah, of course. I feel like I mean I don't ever know if it's gonna happen. I mean, I'm always like, if it does, that'll be that'll be lit. But um, I feel like me and my team, especially my writing partner, um, he's he's always got this like visual mind. Whenever we're cutting records, he's always thinking about the visual part of it, and we always try to think of like, okay, what kind of what kind of scenario will we paint visually with this? So it's kind of like we create things to really just get any platform. I mean. That's, that's, if you're trying to, from what I've learned in, in the industry thus far, you never want to limit yourself. So create music for everything. Right. Can right. it be something that could be in a commercial? Can we play it in a stadium in a football game? Can you put it in a movie? You know what I mean? It's just right. endless possibilities. So. Well, yeah, we, I worry about it. well, I um, Sorry, go ahead. no, no, you good. I um, I just want to give a shout out to DJ Ill uh, for Quarantine Radio. I did an interview with him recently, and this is how I came across uh, Miss Brittany Camille's music. Um, okay. He played Open Window um, during the break, and I was like, "Yo, who is that?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yo, she's an artist out of Atlanta," and she, you know, just kind of let me know who she was, and I was like, "I have to get that song." Cause that song goes perfectly for what a scene that I want to do for my show. Um, I have a web series out right now called Sweet Mahogany, um, and we used Open Window for one of the scenes. It's one of the montage scenes where the yeah, main character yeah. and the husband they were just chilling, playing cards and everything like that. Um, so let me ask you, what inspired that song? So at the time, um, me and uh, Darnell is actually the producer and songwriter that I created the song with. Um, their production name is The Ambassadors. I actually, we went to lunch one day, and he was just like, we just started talking about life. And at the, at the time, I was just getting out of a situation with somebody that I, that I really loved, and I kind of felt like, you know, they took me for granted when they had me. So it's like, um, I feel like I need to walk out of the situation and leave it behind so you can understand what it's like when I'm not in your life. Right. And when right. I when I told him that concept, he was like, oh, snap, I just thought of this really cool idea. Like, <laughs> And that's where the whole, you can fill my draft, like, a, like an open window came from. And it was just, I mean, just a life situation, you know, from being hurt and my feelings about somebody. That's really it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that line. Um that's what honestly that line is what made me fall in love with the song. That that song is everything. So again, thank you so much for allowing us thank to, use, you. to well, use that song. Yeah, thank you for putting it in your production. I mean, that's so that's definitely an honor, so thanks. I do I do want to ask you, um, because 
I watched a show that he's talking about Sweet Mahogany, and within that show, um, it's, it's it's a lot of tangled webs that's gonna be untangled. I'm pretty sure sooner or later. But within the show, one of the main things we noticed early on is that there's a relationship between a husband and wife, and they bring mm-hmm. another female into the show into the relationship. Uh, I want to ask you from a woman's perspective, and especially since your song is featured on the show, um, could could you ever see yourself in that situation as far as, I guess, being a three-part relationship, one man, two women? Okay, no. I am very possessive, and not in like, a scary way but it's just like Sounds scary. I don't want to share my man with somebody else you know what I mean like I don't want him to even lust or be thinking about another woman like I want to be his all and I mean to each their own you know what I mean because there are people out there that like that so there are women out there that want to open a relationship and I mean power to you girls but for me uh, I don't think that's the life for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Well, yeah. Well, you know, like you said, to each his own. And, you know, we we definitely respect, you know, your choice on that. You know, there's a lot of women who definitely ain't trying to share their men. So, you know, it's it's yeah. it's all good. It's all good. Well, um, Brittany Kimmel, thank you so much for uh, spending time on Fire and Ice. We really appreciate you. But before we let you go, we got to let the people here the hot single open window so if you can um throw to your song and you know we'll let you do what you do okay cool what's up y'all you are vibing with spring Kamal on fire and ice and this is my song called open window all right let's get to it yes we'll be right back fire and ice
Nice podcast that was Open Window by Brittany Camille. Yes. What made you put that with that though? Like, what made you put that scene with that with that part? Let me tell you, man. Because I, um, to be honest, I edited that episode before I did the interview with uh, Quarantine Radio, and I didn't know what song I was gonna put in that scene. I knew I needed a song that was real chill. And just for people that are listening, this is a scene where. Um, I, I want them to watch the show. I'm, yeah, I know I'm trying. I want them to watch the show because well, like I, said, I like it. It's, it's, not, it's not long, like it's maybe about, twenty about, minute, twenty minute episodes, fifteen minutes. But yeah. I just round it off. Um, <laughs> three episodes. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, it's it's, it's cut to the chase. There's no it's no no filler. It's just yeah, cut we to just the get chase, get you know to it. Um, basically, if you if you the show talking about sweet mahogany is about um, oh lord, if I say it, then he's gonna like oh y'all because the 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 reveal is in the first episode. Basically, it's about relationships. You have to kind of watch it, check it out. It's yeah. a different twist on relationships, and just just check it out. Um, but the reason, like I said, I heard the song when I was on a, on the interview, doing the interview, and I was like, yeah, like I said earlier, I was like, I really that song just fit perfectly with because if you watch, if you pay attention to the situation in the scenes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then you understand how the you song come back and forth to right. Well, gotcha. You know, yeah, that you make perfect sense. Yeah, it kind of. I know it sound like weird to y'all, but if you if you actually a fan of. You know the show, and you when you fan of me, you want. I promise, just watch it. It's gonna be good. So um, go I wouldn't to, say watch it if I if I if I didn't want y'all to watch it. Trust yeah, me. He, he's he's very honest, but definitely go to uh, youtubecom slash Productions and check out Sweet Mahogany or the other shows. I probably put the link inside the description, and when I share it, also what I do want to say is, you asked me, could you made a post earlier this week? All right, I'm, I'm gonna Carl was on some freak stuff this week. I don't know. If y'all, <laughs> you know <what> I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I'm gonna keep 100. Um, you know. <laughs> He was um on his Jodeci this week, so he asked about um Lord. <laughs> he asked about uh scheduled sex, right? <laughs> but you asked me where you where you could have got it from. I'm not sure if you got it from here or not. But in watching episode one, that that was pretty much to me. That's that's it's scheduled lunch break. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but it, I, I do want to and now when you talk about that, I want to I want to I want to ask that is it because it's a difference. I, I mean, I, I, it's a difference to me in, in scheduled sex and lunch break sex. You okay. know what I'm saying? Because uh. You hungry on lunch break anyway, you know what I'm saying? So you kind of just you want to get it in, but schedule is kind of different. I don't know if I would really pencil that in as lunch, but we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, what, what, what was the question you asked? What's the people? Okay, say? so this is what I asked on social media, and please don't ask me where it came from. I was this listen, honest to God, truth. I was watching TV. On she was watching. I was. I'm. I'm trying to figure it out. I, <laughs> it was Tuesday, so I po- I did this post last Tuesday at 7:47 p.m. What was I watching on TV? I normally watch rerun. I know what I was watching. I was watching um, uh, Family Feud. It was a question on Family Feud. That's what I was watching. Oh, okay. That's yeah, the Family Show. Hey, they have some freak, freak, nasty questions on Family Feud sometimes. Or I shall I say they they get some freak, nasty answers. That was Family Feud late night edition. <laughs> <laughs> Who was hosting Keith Sweat? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Nah, Trey Songs was hosting it. <laughs> um, no, Tank was. He was he was a guest oh, host. Oh boy. But the question I posted on social media was, "What's your opinion on scheduled sex?" Meaning, like, do you schedule a day and time each week for sex? Like, you literally have to. You go like on your phone, and each week, like on Tuesday at five o'clock, this is when we're gonna have sex. See, now if you're saying like that, then it makes it sound kind of boring. I'm not gonna lie, it sounds kind of weird, kind of what weird. But it, it depends on two people's schedules. Okay. Because you know, you could, let's say both of y'all are, are parents, right? Yeah, y'all, 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 y'all talk, y'all, you know, whatever. Um, say when y'all go to school, y'all both work. Let's say you work evenings, they work mornings. Is it ever going to really work? So you have to schedule in some time. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, that is the sad part. Is, is it makes it sound weird, but like, I would assume if you schedule time to go out somewhere, so maybe that we're going to have sex. I would just, I would just assume that to me. So after di- so if you let's say you and your counterpart, y'all are going out to dinner. You're like, hey, babe, we're going to dinner. So you expect sex when you get back from mm. dinner. I'm being honest with you. To be 100 honest, man. I I rather I do rather um have sex first than eat. To be honest with you. Okay. Um, yeah, that's just me though. I don't know. I like rather eat later. To be honest. Um, I can cause I can I can do stuff on empty stomach. That's what I said, if you schedule lunch, it's like I want to do what I got do we do first. You know what I'm saying? And then while you are you sleeping, I want to eat my food. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? You kind of get something extra hot. You know, like some Jamaican food, maybe something like that. Something you could just I can eat afterwards. You know, because they don't tell them how long it's gonna be or whatever can be. You got off lunch. You know, you got to get to the destination. You gotta. That's facts. Hey man, there's <laughs> a lot going on there. But now, nah, um, yeah, I'd rather. But if I do, if I do know that's something you got to do, then I got to hurry up and eat. I don't want to rush myself eating, and, uh, I, and I don't want to rush having sex either. So it's like, eh. but I have to rush one. It's gonna be eating. Gotcha. So yeah, but um, makes sense. What were some comments that people said though? Yes, I'm gonna read some of these comments. I wouldn't. Don't worry. I would not read any names. I mean, but I feel like if you go on my Facebook page, you're gonna see who said it anyway. Hey. But. Fair it, game, man. Well, my understanding is once you post it, it's public knowledge. That's true. So, anyway, um, some of the comments are saying boring. Um, somebody else said that's one way to get cheated on. Hold on, wait, what? That's one way to get cheated on. Is that, is that, I mean, well, I, I know, but no, I see, but I see what he's saying on that because let's just say you are against scheduled sex, right? Mm-hmm. So if you feel like it's become a monotonous or whatever. Then you're gonna find somebody else who's gonna be spontaneous with you. I see. I kind of see where he's going with that. I mean, yeah, he must have got cheated on. That's probably what it is. Don't be shady. No, I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I, I'm not in a favor. I don't know. I, I haven't um, had an issue, but no, not not an issue. I'm just saying, like, I don't. I don't. I, don't, I can't. And I just can't continues. see that. I can't thank see that. Thank you for thank you, man, for the palm trees. Okay, uh, it says schedule. Un- some one person says schedule unscheduled doesn't matter as long as it's happening. And then somebody said, "Amen" out of that. Someone said, I think if you have crazy schedules, that could be a solution to keeping active sex life alive after all people have set date nights. So it kind of goes with what you're saying about if you go out, yeah. then, you know, you, you you know, probably have sex afterwards. I, my mom walked in the room like, what's right. going on? <laughs> um, somebody said, I would like to have a contract. LOL. Okay. Yeah, now that, this, that's where they get cheated on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, someone said that's cool, but spontaneity is good though. And then somebody else said, sending a test that says be naked when I get home or I'ma insert sex out here the next time I see you, does that count as schedule sex? Because I like those. Okay, that's a good point. Now, I don't think schedule sex is born. I think it's how you schedule it 
that can be boring. Facts. Now, if you say, hey, uh, let's just let's just let's just get together on Tuesdays at five p.m. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like what you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, if you say now how you schedule it, if you if you don't schedule it, let's say it's not a weekly thing. Let's just say you schedule it every other day or you know you schedule it whatever, and you like, hey, I'm about to come home. 15 minutes, I'm scheduling 15 minutes in advance. I'm scheduling right. Be naked or hey, come over. Don't wear no panties. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would think that would be exciting. Or roll up to the job. I can't leave yet. Just roll up to the job. Meet yeah, me at pretty much. You know, building C. That sounds. Hey, I don't know what buildings you work at, Carlton. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, <laughs> I hope your job is not listening. <laughs> um, I'm gonna read a couple more here. Um, someone said schedule sex is lame to me. Somebody said, anytime I can get it. Somebody said, no, schedule sex is boring sex. I'd rather set the mood all day. So by the time my man gets home, he wants to get it in. Hey, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. That's boring. I, you know why? Because it's like it's mundane. It's like it's, it's something you, you're going to be used to at some point. You know what I'm saying? Think what if they set it up differently each time, though? Someone said it seems more like an obligatory, obligatory, I'm saying that wrong, task, like a chore or paying a monthly bill. Wow. Somebody says, I'm a spontaneous guy. Then somebody said that I like spontaneity. Another person said, if you make it a chore or an I don't want to do list, no pun intended, <laughs> then I won't want to do it. And then somebody said it's horrible. Another person said, only if we have busy schedules and that's the only way we can get it in. Schedule sex is better than no sex at all. I well, I agree with that. I mean, that's that's a very uh, vague answer, but that's, that's smart. I mean, hey, it is what it is. Um, not a problem as long as it's not a task. Make it fun. Somebody else said. Somebody just said flat out said nope. Another person said, I noticed a lot of people are saying no schedules at all, but they're young. When you reach a certain age and comfortability with your partner, you will schedule it. Or if you work a lot, you won't necessarily schedule your time, but it will be given when you can actually get it in. If you're blessed to have a good job or fortunate enough to allow a lot of recreational time, then a lot of spontaneity can be applied. Let's stop for a second. I, I agree with that. I've seen that post. And you know what? Age does make a difference, to be honest with you. If, if it's something that you're not used to, you, right now you're not going to answer the question like, you be 25 plus, maybe, you might answer that question a little differently. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you're younger, you, you're not scheduling nothing. Because honestly, everything is like, whatever happens, happens. You're young. It's kind of like you like you live in this YOLO stage of your life, like, you know, whatever. Um, but when you're older and you got responsibilities, mm-hmm. or somebody that got kids, or you got things you have to take care of. Like what we talked about earlier, adulting. Yeah. Like, you would love to go see Black Panther today, right? Right. <laughs> but you got to go see it when you got to go see it. Right. That don't mean it's going to be born later on. You know what I'm That's saying? That's facts. It's just, you just, it's just whatever, you know, in your time frame, whatever you got time for. I'm going to um, say the infamous words of, I don't know who started this, but do you, boo. Hey, man. Do you. Got it. And that's it. You so, get it how you live. Man. Well, you know what I'm hey, Rihanna and and Nerd said that. I know who said that. Ah. So, but if, if it whatever works for you, do you and 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 make it happen. I, but I am, I am weird on people that are saying it's boring. I was I would say this if you if that's like a thought maybe maybe you haven't born sex with somebody. Everything is how you package it. Mm. You could package something very boring and make it seem exciting. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So you can schedule it and make it seem exciting, and you can schedule it and make it seem boring. I just say to-do lists, all these chores, the stuff they were saying. I think you put it under that umbrella on how it's packaged to you. I think scheduling it is it's just how you schedule it. Not 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 the fact you're scheduling it. It's just how you do it. One of the things is it's not it's not what you're doing. It's how you're doing it. Facts. It's like sex. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would tell you one thing: <laughs> scheduling and not scheduling, not committing sex, no better. You know what I'm saying? So if the person is bad at it, they're gonna be bad at it, whether it's spontaneous or, or whether it's scheduled. So <laughs> you better choose wisely. <laughs> That's the best I can tell you, man. All right, um, thank you for that advice, 
Main's message. And we'll be right Mane's back. Message. <laughs> we'll be right back. You are listening to Fire and Ice. All right, all right, people. This is Main, and this is my segment with We Need to Chill Out. Sharing fake news, but more so letting news dictate how we view people. Uh, oftentimes, we hear, we see an article, and it says, man rapes woman, and we automatically assume he's a rapist. And we don't read the article, and the article may have very vague details, not even saying anything about rape. Woman steals this, and the article is pretty much very vague, and now we're looking at that woman as a thief. So a lot of times, we have this false sense of judgment based on the news. Uh, this past week, I seen uh, a school I went to pretty much, uh, I'm not going to say they ruined a kid's life, but they let a news outlet paint a kid one way. He was painting everything but a kid, and he was only 17. And then now this would be having a 19-year-old. You know what I'm saying? The news is painting him in one way. And it's just like, at some point, we have to wake up. We have to allow ourselves to just make our own judgments. You know what I'm saying? Let let things play out. Be judged so quickly. And I think we need to chill on doing that, judging quickly. If I met somebody today, and I only knew them for two days, and they tell me, hey, you need to watch out for Carlton Clay, man. He's, he's a snake or something like that. That's how he said that. I don't know. It would, to me, it would be wrong to just judge you as a snake based off this person I don't know telling me that. Somebody I knew all my life. My mom says, you need to watch out for such and such. He's a snake. I'm going to listen to it because I, I, I trust her judgment. Right. We don't know these news outlets. You know what I'm saying? We don't know these channels. They've been around for a long time, but the people change. You know what I'm saying? The producers change. I say that to say this. But the main thing we have to do is make sure when we're making these judgments, we're basing off all the facts that we were getting. Not just opinions we're receiving, not just vague details we're receiving, but we need to base it off facts. Um, a lot of times, people' images ruined based off a, a story of a alleged, allegedly. Mm. We need to watch out for that word. Matter. One thing I, I just like is that the media it has this way of picking and choosing when they want somebody to be a bad guy, a sick person, or we want to give them an excuse for something. And nine times out of ten, it's never black people. Mm. I'm just going to keep it 100. And I'm black, so don't let social media make up your mind for you. Make you up your own mind. And that's one thing I think we need to chill on. Fine ice. All right. Thank you, man, for that for that um, chill moment. Wow. What well, we need to chill on. Yeah, you know, I was chill been saying it. You know what I'm saying? Didn't move not once. Yes. Yeah. He was he was real calm about it, too. Ladies and gentlemen. All the time, man. All the time. He's, he's definitely the, the, the chill part of this dude, dynamic duo. Well, thank you guys again for listening to another... Um, episode of Fire Nights. We hope you guys were informed, but at the same time, you guys were encouraged. Um, again, just want to again ask you guys to please pray or uh, keep the families that were affected um, by the murders in Florida at the high school in Florida, uh, the 17 people that lost their lives. Yep. Please keep those families in your prayers and in your thoughts. Um, again, it's just, it's just time to wake up, America. So, also, also, I want to say, make sure y'all share the podcast if y'all can. We appreciate um, it. Send feedback on it when you share it. We we love to read on the um on the show. Um, you can email us fire and ice as fire the letter n ice at gmail.com Also, make sure when you on social media, be careful what you're sharing. Don't share no fake news. It's an easy way for people to get fake judgments on people. Make sure you think with your own mind. Don't let social media make your mind for you. And also make sure you go watch Sweet Mahogany. I'm gonna keep saying this. <laughs> I'm gonna keep throwing it in there because, um, like I said, when I show I like, I try to promote it. You know, let's try to promote um, some of our independent artists we know, whether it's directors, actors, uh, rappers, singers. Um, let's try to give them some, some 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 of the same push we give people that's already gonna get that push from millions of other people. Let's give them the same push. Um, Facts. One thing I want to say is a lot of times we do watch these shows. Like I watch The Shy. I watch you know good shows. For every show you watch and you want to post about, try to get an independent show and do the same thing. 
I would say that, that may be a good idea. That's, that's so um, good every time I post about the shot, I'm probably gonna post about a show that I'm watching as an independent show. So, and I don't stay you wrong. So, Dad, now is Maine's message another one? Hey, I'm dropping gems today. Dropping them. You should do the bomb. You know. <laughs> well, I'll do it actually because that was a terrible bomb I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can never be a terrorist. I'm telling you right now. Oh Lord, I don't think that's the time for a joke. Oh, All right, geez. man, fight. <laughs> Yo, we thank y'all for tuning in. We'll see y'all. Well, yeah, we won't see because you don't see us. But we'll uh, check y'all next time on Fire and Ice. All right, y'all be cool.